Hello, Internet. <laughs> Hello, it's nice to meet you. Um, this is something new. Um, this is not my first foray into an audio project online, but um, it's the first one of this nature. I did something uh, previously in the past year, but unfortunately that project, I had to kill that project, but I am back doing something else. <laughs> and uh, truth be told, it feels good to be back. It uh, feels good to be back doing things. But this is the very first, um, very first video on my YouTube channel and the brand new YouTube channel, and this is the very first entry into the SoundCloud podcast. There will be some overlapping. I will try to put out content that um, is more catered to each outlet uh, so that the content will vary. It won't always just be a repeat of what's somewhere else. Um, but for this particular start, this introduction, that's what it's going to be. So if you listen to me on SoundCloud, you're going to get the same message you're hearing on YouTube, but um, that's not always going to be the case. Anyway, that was a lot of rambling. Hi. <laughs> let's, let's start this thing over again. Uh, my name is Jasper Bixby, and I am 38 years old, and I suffer from schizophrenia. And I have decided to start doing this, uh, talking about it openly, because that is not something that I have always done. Believe it or not, I uh, have kept this kind of a secret for most of my life. Uh, even people that know me personally, not very many of them know this. I've become very good at keeping it under wraps uh, most of the time. There are a handful of people who know, but I'm putting it out there now because things are changing in my life, and I am changing. I am growing and evolving, and I don't want to hide this anymore. I, I don't really think that it's necessary anymore. Before, I, uh, I used to hide it either because I felt it was embarrassing, and it is sometimes, but uh, I also hid it uh, from employers at times because I felt like uh, no one would hire me if they knew. I've hidden it from friends, from potential love interests, uh, just about everybody, and of course it always eventually comes out. But I wanted to start this and start talking about it openly because it is such a major factor of my life. No, it does not define who I am, but it is a major part of who I am. And when there is something about yourself that you always feel like you have to suppress, or that you have to hide from everyone else, it it becomes taxing, especially when you've done it as long as I have. And I thought maybe, just maybe, there might be someone out there who might listen to me and 
learn something, maybe get some comfort from it, uh, or maybe just find whatever I happen to say interesting for whatever reason. We'll just see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, that, that's in a nutshell why I'm doing this. And I'm, I'm just tired of always having to hide behind a mask. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I realized the irony in saying that because obviously you can't see my face right now. Even if you're watching this on YouTube and not listening to it on the podcast. Uh, I, and I did debate whether or not to make an actual video of me and not just my voice. But I struggle with being on camera. Uh, both in video form and in still photos. I am very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's part of my illness or if that is just me, my personality. I'm not sure. But uh, it, it serves me well for the line of work that I do. I'm a voice actor by trade. I have done some other types of acting. I've done stage performances in the past, but uh, lately I am, I am delving more into doing the voice stuff. And so uh, I felt I could use this new, newly garnered skill, my voice, to talk about something that's very personal to me and get this out there and maybe, maybe help relieve some of the stigma that comes with this particular condition. Because I do think schizophrenia is grossly misrepresented in pop culture. Um, it's not always accurately represented, I will say that. And that's probably true for just about any mental illness. But schizophrenia, in particular, uh, gets a very bad reputation. And yes, of course, it's not a picnic. But it's not always the heightened... Uh, heightened reality that you see in films and on television. And I'll talk more about that as we go on, as I figure out exactly what I'm going to cover each time. I'm brand new at this. Uh, this is a brand new venture for me, so I'm still figuring things out. I, I don't know how often I'm going to post anything, if it's going to be weekly, monthly, um, most likely, rather than sticking to a strict schedule, I'm just going to update whenever the mood strikes me. Whenever I feel like I have something to talk about, that's when it'll get updated. And I know that's annoying as a listener if you're trying to follow me. But at this point, since this is brand new, I don't really have any followers or listeners yet. So there's some flexibility there. Once, uh, if I do start to garner a, a little bit of a following, then I will be more consistent <laughs> with my content. And pardon me, I'm fidgeting a little bit. Sorry. This is kind of informal. This is not scripted, obviously. Um, it's just me talking. And I think I moved away from the mic there. Sorry. Uh, I'm a little out of practice. It's been a while since I've done this. I used to do it regularly. Um, in this other project that I was talking about, but uh, it's uh, slowed down a lot. So me sitting here talking into a microphone, something I'm getting back into. 
anyway, uh, that was a lot of rambling. What this whole thing is really going to be about is just me talking about my experiences, what it feels like to live with this day in and day out. Um, I was diagnosed with schizophrenia when I was about somewhere about four or six years old. I'm I'm not sure my exact age anymore. I've sort of forgotten. Which is very, very young. Most most of the time, schizophrenia presents itself in the late teens to early 20s. So for me to be officially diagnosed at such a young age is... uh, not all that common. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. One moment. So what this is really going to be is just me talking about all of this, what it feels like, uh, what it feels like to me, because I know it's not the same for everyone. I am fortunate in that I am considered a high-functioning schizophrenic. I, uh, As with just about any illness, there are levels and so I, I am able to function pretty much normally on a day-to-day existence. Um, I know that I am fortunate in that, and I don't take that for granted, because I know there are a lot of people with this condition who can't, and by no fault of their own. But I, uh, and that's very much me if I go off of my medication. But I have been taking it very consistently now for the past few years, so I'm in a good place. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't occasionally have episodes um, from time to time, because there is no cure for schizophrenia. It's just management, pretty much. And that's okay. Uh, I have lived with it for so long that is just normal (laughs) for me. I'm kind of grateful for that, too, in the sense that I know, as I mentioned, it usually comes up sometime in the late teens to early 20s. I have had it so long since I, being such a young child when it first presented itself, that I really don't remember anything before the illness. I've never known anything else, so I don't have anything to compare to. Uh, I've heard stories of a lot of people with schizophrenia who talk about their lives before the illness struck them, and and my heart goes out to them because they they went through such a rapid, well, not always rapid, sometimes it's gradual, but such a change. Their their personality changed, their lives changed changed, their interests changed, everything. It was like becoming a whole other person. And But since I don't have another, uh, I don't have anything to compare to, I've never known anything else. So that's kind of a blessing, I think. I think it's better to be born blind than to lose your sight later in life and have to readjust and relearn everything. So that's my little metaphor for that. (laughs) Um, So yes, these will get more focused as we go along. This is just an introduction, me introducing myself to you and giving you an idea of what this is going to be. And the topics will get more specific as we go along. 
So really this is just a depiction of schizophrenia from the perspective of someone who's had it for a very long time. Um, if I'm brave enough, <laughs> I will also record when I am not all all 100% there. Um, and to make that more clear, um, right now I am... I'm feeling just fine, I'm lucid, and, you know, everything's normal and hunky-dory. That's not always the case. Um, like I said, I do have episodes from time to time. Now, nowadays, though, since I am taking my medication very consistently, on a scale of 1 to 10 of an episode, uh, 1 being barely noticeable and 10 just being uh, off the walls, most of my episodes will run somewhere around a three. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm getting hoarse all of a sudden. Um, now, when I'm off my meds, not only are episodes more frequent, they are far more intense, ranging anywhere between the eight and ten categories. But th that doesn't happen to me that often. I will occasionally have a ten, but it's not so... Uh, it's not really that bad most of the time. And I don't have an episode that often. It's not every day, sometimes not even every week. It's Or, or sometimes not even a full-blown episode. It can be just uh, a flash of something. Uh, hopefully that will make more sense as we go along. But uh, I, am, um, I am a catatonic schizophrenic. Uh, there are four main categories of schizophrenia. Paranoid schizophrenia, which is the one most people are, well, the, the one that most people have heard of. That's the one that's usually most often depicted in uh, movies and television. It, this is the conspiracy theorist, the, uh, the person suffering from delusions and paranoia, obviously suggested by the name. Um, then there is disorganized schizophrenia, uh, which is more categorized by disorganized thinking, um, jumbled thoughts, jumbled speech, word salad. And then there is catatonic schizophrenia, which is what I am, uh, which means that I will sometimes just freeze, uh, stop moving for a long time, or, or I will uh, uh, kind of fall into a state where it's like I'm sleepwalking or walking in a dream state, where I may be able to communicate and talk with you, but it's like I'm half asleep, sort of. Um, that That's the best way I know how to describe it. Not everything I say will make sense. Um, I may repeat the same word or phrase over and over again, or uh, copy the same movement over and over again. Um... So that that's really what that is. The fourth type of schizophrenia, and I uh, I should have looked this up before I started because I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically uh, someone who is in kind of a recovery mode from schizophrenia. Uh, and I guess I could kind of fall into that category too, but um, my main category is catatonic schizophrenia. Now I do overlap from time to time into the paranoid and 
disorganize forms um, because the, it would be nice if if the illness fell into these nice neat little rows where you could fully define you know um, and categorize and classify but it doesn't always work that way it's very fluid so you may be, have one main type but it will dip into the others from time to time and th- and that's what I have so on paper I am catatonic but I do occasionally have uh, some paranoid and disorganized symptoms I don't really have delusions I have before but uh, not not anything very severe um, for example I've never believed that the government is trying to plant a chip in my brain or that I've been abducted by aliens or that I'm Napoleon anything like that uh, but I have had small delusions in the past um, but they usually don't last very long and they're not very uh, I eventually kind of snap out of them so they don't plague me enough that I consider myself delusional um, paranoia yes I, I do feel that from time to time and disorganized thinking and speaking is something that I uh, deal with when I'm having an episode sometimes I uh, I don't know why it happens but I will sometimes recite nursery rhymes or riddles when I'm symptomatic I don't I think I think I think that it helps me focus I don't know if it's true <laughs> or if it's just a reflex action uh, that my brain kicks into overdrive and it just starts spitting out nonsense language um, so that's really the two main types of episodes that I will have is one is a catatonic where if I speak at all it's slow and quiet Sorry, my computer's freaking out here for a second. One second. And the second type is a more manic episode where I may talk very rapidly or my sentences are all jumbled up or I have a very difficult time finishing a sentence, uh, trailing off in the middle of what I'm talking about. So if I am brave enough and really want you guys to see that, I may record a few uh, episodes and especially if if they're not too severe and let you in on what that sounds like I, I i can't show you what it looks like because of my thing with cameras but i can let you hear it um so we'll see uh, we'll see if that happens <laughs> that all depends on how i feel at the time which is impossible to say an episode is is a strange thing because i don't know how it is for all schizophrenics but for me I can usually feel when one is coming on, but I can't stop it. It's it's like seeing the bus coming at you. You know it's going to hit you no matter how fast you are, how fast your reflexes are. If you move, it's still going to hit you, and that's kind of like an episode. Um, when I am properly medicated like I am now, I am aware usually of the fact that I'm having an episode at the time that I'm having it, but uh, when I'm not being medicated or or if I'm not taking the right combination I have a very difficult time telling 
that I'm in the midst of an episode. I'm, I may be full-blown in the middle of a 10 and not realize that anything strange is going on. So that that's the weird thing about schizophrenia, <laughs> is uh, that's the main crux of it, is figuring out on a daily basis what is real and what isn't, and what is really going on and what isn't. And sometimes that's not hard at all. Uh, most of my days are just as boring and mundane as everyone else's. And then every now and then I have a day that is, for lack of a better term, just insane. And I hate using words like insane and crazy. But that's the only way I know how to describe them sometimes. So anyway, I think that's this was a good start to this little adventure. I invite you to join me on it. And hopefully I can learn something from you. You can learn something from me. And hopefully, and I realize right now I'm kind of talking out into the ether because there's no one listening at this point. This is all brand new. I mean, I just started the YouTube channel today, just opened the Twitter today, just opened the Tumblr today. So there's not much content anywhere yet. And I certainly don't have any subscribers or followers yet. I'm hoping, though, if I keep this up long enough, and if it's interesting enough, that will change. But in the meantime, if you happen to stumble upon this, I thank you for listening, and I hope that you will come back and subscribe. Hit me up on Twitter. My uh, Twitter handle is at SchizoJazz. And all of this will also be in the... um, If you're watching this on YouTube, it will be in the description box. And also you can follow me on Tumblr. It's the same username, spelled the same as it is here. So I hope to see you there and here and everywhere. And I will see you in the next video or podcast, wherever this happens to go. (laughs) Bye-bye.